We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We are doing this every Tuesday. They need to come hang out with Mooch and the Misses. That is called fascism. Okay, he is a fascist leader. He's his own worst enemy. He's creating his own problems. You know, he's like one of those people who can't get out of their own way. I don't want to be one of those like kind of Trump like, haters. Okay, I just want to make... Everyone is a product of their upbringing and their personal loyalties. I'm a human being, and I probably got overtaken by the excitement of him winning. The minute you called me to say, uh, boom, as soon as I got that, boom, I called you right back. Anyway, you, and then you she lose hit the me. argument. All the ladies out there... My mother's like, why are you cursing so much? I'm like, Ma... Where do you think I learned it from? We do this podcast. I go into the city. We have dinners together or we'll travel. We spend time to be together as yes. a couple and a family and as business partners. And I feel like it really helps us. You still love me? I do. Okay, do you still God. love me? Very much. Okay. I don't know if you have, I mean. Let's Very much my there. liberal hot wife. <laughs> do you think, do you feel like you're back in the 70s with that intro? I like it. Did you like it? And I'm enjoying meeting oh, you. Oh, good. Well, we have a special guest today. Well, first of all, we have Anthony. He decided to join us for once. He's uh, calling in from Riyadh, right? You there? I am. Yeah. Can you hear me? I am. I'm. I just left the uh, one of the royal weddings for one of the princes here. It was. It was unbelievable. I mean, they have a separate palace across from the. Uh, the king's presidential palace uh, just for the uh, weddings of the royal family. So the uh, place was overwhelmingly uh, opulent. I, I'm sure it was beautiful. Lots of men, huh? Yeah, well, that's how they do it. I mean, so they, they had two different weddings, one where all the men attended, and then a few weeks later the women attend the wedding. So sort of a traditional way that things go on here. Interesting. Any music, or I know there's no alcohol there, but was there any yeah. music? No music. They had the uh, ceremonial dancing with the uh, the swords. You know, if you remember when? Uh, oh my God! Uh, remember Trump President with the Trump swords? Yeah, that was the was beginning of the end. Yeah, you can't unsee him bobbing like that with absolutely no rhythm. But did you fine. do any yeah, dancing, or I would have paid money to see that? Uh, no, no, because I'm bored. I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, I was a guest. Nobody there, asked you to dance? A guest of honor. Mm-hmm. Nobody asked me to dance, no. <laughs> um, they probably would have hit me with the sword. <laughs> You're funny. Well, okay, well, I'm glad you were able to join us for once. Just so you know, I'm going to take your half of the paycheck this week, okay? All right. Are you, are you, are you at least, at least, uh, at least we're together. How are you doing, Steve? Introduce Steve to everybody. So I'm going to introduce Steve. So this, so Anthony is notorious for, I'm like the ultimate wingman, wingwoman person. So he's notorious for like inviting people places and then I'm the one that shows up. So I have like a big job. You know, those are pretty big shoes to <laughs> fill, especially like when they're I, waiting for when you. I invited a baby, like when I invited oh, right. a baby nurse, like two months. Yeah, that was amazing. We're talking about needing marriage counseling. So 
we have a three month old baby. It's our first baby. Um, not to get like into too much, but like my dad is sick, really sick, living with us. My parents are living with us. Mm. My first child, Anthony, literally hired this woman. Never told me a girl. I mean, it wasn't a woman. She was a college student. So one day I'm sitting, and I remember this so vividly. It was like bedtime. I was putting our three-month-old infant to sleep, Mm -hmm. and I hear a doorbell. And I'm like, who the heck is that, you know? So I go down to the front door. I open it, and it's like an 18-year-old college-age student. And she says, hi, I'm here. I'm your summer help. Mm. And I said, oh, nice to meet you. So she, Anthony, unbeknownst to me, hired um, like a mother's helper for the summer who was going to live with us the entire summer. And, and you just didn't get to interview failed to her. mention that to me. Mm. Not, a, I mean, I'm very easygoing, but I was like, any other person would just wring his neck right now. But I was like, come on in. So anyway, yeah, that's what he does. So that's why you and I are sitting here and he's in Saudi Arabia. But mm. he's very cute I, and I, handsome. I, so I, he gets away with it. Right. So, what? You can keep going down that path if you want. What about cute? Keep going down that path if you want. They're very cute and handsome. Everybody knows. I don't need to go on. They see you all over the place. You're on every billboard and uh, cable news network that exists. I've been been low, uh, Stephen. I've been low key during the impeachment. I haven't really been on the on the networks that heavily. It's letting the thing play itself out. I'm sure the two of you saw John Kelly's comments today, where he was in full and complete support of John Bolton and is recommending that they bring in a ton of witnesses. And uh, he stopped short of saying that he himself would be a witness, but I'm sure if they called him, I think he'd be very happy to speak at this point, given the crisis that the nation is in. Well, why don't we tell everybody who Stephen is? So we have a really special guest today. His name is Stephen Hassan, correct? I'm, pre- Great. I'm very sensitive about making sure I pronounce people's names correctly because people butcher mine. Hmm. Um, and I'm actually currently about to start his book, um, The Cult of Trump. I downloaded, I just downloaded the audio and I have his book in my bag. But I think, Anthony, you read it already, right? I read it, yes. Phenomenal book. Uh, learned a lot about how people use mental manipulation and how they uh, they take their narcissistic injuries with them into life, into their adulthood. And then they try to suppress and manipulate other people uh, in very malicious ways. And so um, when I first said to Howie Kurtz, uh, Stephen, uh, that uh, President Trump was operating a cult, he was quite dismissive. Uh, Shortly thereafter, your book came out and I tweeted something related to your book. And I think your assistant reached out to me. And so uh, The Cult of Trump, uh, written by uh, Stephen Hassan, uh, who has experience in cults, uh, and I'll let you tell our listeners that story. Uh, but I think you were sucked into a cult at an early age, and so you learned a lot about it. And now you're out there and dedicated uh, many decades of your life to helping extract and deprogram people from cults. And so, so with that, Stephen, why don't you tell us a little bit about your personal story and why you think the president is running a cult? Yeah, thanks, Anthony. And of course, I saw you on social media commenting that Trump is like Jim Jones or the GOP is becoming like a cult. And I'm like, wow, cool. He's, Mm -hmm. you know, he Mm -hmm. was in the administration and it was not my assistant. It was actually a former member, a woman who had been mind controlled by a man, actually, to the point where she was sent to jail. Oh, Lord. And she's working on a book and a 
documentary, but she's the one who reached out to you. And you responded, oh, yeah, I'm reading it. It's it's a great book. So I was like, hot diggity dog. I said, how do I, re- <laughs> how do I find Anthony? And somebody then emailed me your publicist email address. And I just said, hey, I just heard Anthony. So next thing, Anthony, you're calling me. Yeah. And then you came He's to Boston. Like and I got we got to meet and I you know I was telling your wife I was very impressed with you uh, as a as a highly trained intelligent educated person and uh, I I confess I had you know um, pleasantly surprised thoughts, right thoughts yeah. about you know the mooch because you know the mooch I'm from Queens by the way so I grew up 1.3 miles from Donald Trump. Uh, the other side of Union Turnpike and Jamaica states. And I was uh, raised in a conservative Jewish home, the youngest of three, the only son, creative writing major. And my girlfriend dumped me when I was an upper junior at Queens College. And three women asked to, to share my, my lunch table with me and pretended to be students. And they were actually recruiters for the Moonies. Uh, which I had never heard of, and I had zero interest in joining a group, much less a cult. But I wound up dropping out of college, quitting my job, donating my bank account, cutting off from my family, believing the Holocaust was necessary, even though I had been educated about the Holocaust as a Jew, been to Israel and did an archaeological dig at Tel Beersheba. Um, But I became a different person, and I became a right-wing fascist who thought that democracy was satanic, and Moon talked about taking over the government and creating a theocracy. And I was one one of the top leaders that was being groomed to help him take over. And fortunately, I fell asleep at the wheel of a Mooney van and drove into the back of a tractor-trailer truck at 80 miles an hour which resulted in me reaching out to my sister after two weeks away from the cult in the hospital, and that led to a deprogramming. So you snapped out of it in the hospital, sort of? No, I I snapped out enough to call my sister, who I was very close with, Mm -hmm. to tell her I was in the hospital, and she's like, I miss you. You Well, had they been trying to reach out to you? I want to know, Uncle Stevie, come and visit. She just touched my heart, and I arranged a visit. Mm Mm-hmm. And my, I made her promise not to tell my parents because they were evil and satanic because they had called it a cult. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sitting in my sister's living room and my father arrives and takes my crutches and puts them on the other side of the room. And he says, uh, I, want you, anywhere. <laughs> I want you to talk to some ex-members, Steve. And I was so angry. Um, but the long story short is that I wanted to prove to my family I wasn't brainwashed, so I agreed to talk for five days, at which point my father promised to drive me back. And on the fifth day, I had my awakening where I realized Moon was a liar. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. not trustworthy. Mm-hmm. That I had projected all of this faith and belief that he was a great man who was going to save all the world's problems. And and part of my realization was learning about Chinese communist brainwashing techniques and realizing that the family, the group that I was in, was doing all the same things as the Chinese communists, which the Chinese are still doing, by the way, just uh, with, with high tech uh, in addition now. But um, I, I wanted to understand how I, this had happened to me. I was an educated, intelligent, you know, middle-class person. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I started. So basically, this could happen to anybody, right? Well, that's what I've come to learn. I've, I've become a mental health professional. I've been helping people for forty plus years. Exit everything from pimps and traffickers to extremist groups to religious cults to uh, pyramid scheme cults to uh, channeling cults, large group awareness training. And what I want to say to your listeners is that, you know, we're human beings. We're not perfect. And we have five senses and we're socialized from birth. So we're influenced from the outside and people walking around thinking, oh, I'm too smart. It would never happen to me. They're the ones who are most vulnerable. Mm -hmm. The people who are like human and go, you know what? I, I can be tricked, I can be lied to, I can be taken in by a narcissist who's flattering me and saying you're the most special person I've ever met and I feel like we're soul partners and other kinds of things like that. Um, and I've studied hypnosis, uh, I've studied social psychology, clinical psychology, and I've developed an approach working with family members and friends, kind of guiding them and teaching them and guiding them how to interact with a cult member. The goal is to ethically influence them to start thinking again mm -hmm. and to get in touch with their actual feelings and their conscience. Um, and they also help people recover who've been, some of them are born into a cult and they come out and they're like, who am I? And yeah. Like, what, what do, do I, I do, do now? now? Right. So I help people like get a life and teach them basic skills. And so it's been an interesting Hello. thing. And then Anthony, when my, my agent in 2018 said, uh, I want you to write a, a book called The Cult of Trump. I was like, I don't do political books, but but I did do this interview for Salon about how Trump fits the stereotypical profile of, of cult leaders, which is malignant narcissism. And he said, I think, I think you really need to do this. And I said, I thought about it, and I felt like, you know what? Compelled to do it, who right? Else, right? Who else is going to do it if I don't do it? Right. Who has the nerve? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, I've, been, I've taken on Scientology. Mm -hmm. I've taken on the Moonies. I've taken on so many uh, powerful, wealthy things. And um, I just I, I love freedom. Like, I am a survivor of a totalitarian, authoritarian, political cult, and what we're dealing with right now is um, a series of different political as well as religious cults that are obsessed around this administration doing damage to all of our institutions, all of our checks and balances, the rule of law. And I guess, Anthony and Deirdre, mm -hmm. I want to say, you know, for me to <clears throat> listen to uh, uh, Mitch McConnell or to listen to other senators talking the way they've been talking, spinning the narrative, uh, uh, much of which I think is Putin narrative, um, even though they've taken an oath to be an impartial juror and to and to honor their conscience and to honor the Constitution, but they're spinning such obvious lies, it reminded me of being in the Moonies. So do they know that they're doing that or do they not even know that they're doing that? So if it's like my experience in the Moonies, um, 
you know that you're doing it, but it's all justified in your head. So you so have a million reasons in, why this in is the okay. Moonies, for example. So I was I was raised the right way. I didn't tell lies. Mm -hmm. I, you, know, <laughs> you didn't steal from stuff. people. You didn't right. do to other people what you didn't want done to you. But in the Moonies, I was taught to like I had to overcome my conscience because that was fall my fallen nature. I had to take God's perspective, and God is suffering. God wants to take over the world and make it perfect again. So everybody outside the group is influenced by Satan, and we are the holy ones with the sinless Messiah that we're following, and therefore we could break laws. We could, it wasn't breaking laws. Because it was, it was following in the name of God. goodness. Right. It was following right. God right. and following the perfect man. And when you're in a mind control group also, you're taught to do thought stopping on yourself to shut down any negative thought or feeling. And one really interesting thing when I started researching this book was understanding that Donald Trump was actually raised in a cultish group um, of Norman Vincent Peale, who taught the power of positive thinking, mm -hmm. which is the essence of all these prosperity ministers who say, you know, if you pray 100% to believe God's gonna bless you, then then it's going to manifest. Uh, and if you have a doubt, then it won't manifest. And this kind of mindset of of um, that you have control and and any question or doubt is is a sin. This is what Donald Trump was raised on. So people saying, how can so many bad things happen and it doesn't bother him because he does thought stopping. Mm -hmm. He's been trained as a child to do thought stopping. Um, another technique that that cults all do is uh, using a language system, what's called loaded language, where it oh, shuts like his down fake news critical stuff. exactly, yeah, right? Exactly, you're thinking in their terms. Mm -hmm. Like Hubbard, the head of Scientology, had actual dictionaries of terms he made up, and he would tell people they have to like memorize his words and his definitions. And by the time that they get through with that. They're total Scientologists. They're no longer able to, to realize that he was a hypnotist, he was an occult figure, and that he was abusing everybody and taking advantage of power, money, and sex mm -hmm. as the three universals of cult leaders. I want to push back a little because I get pushed back on Stephen. I'm just curious how you would react to this. So when I read your book and I went through the checklist of cult-like behavior, uh, disavowal of the news, don't believe the news, don't believe anybody other than me. Um, I'm the last stand. I mean, Trump is trying to position himself alongside some of his uh, friends in the media that he's the last stand for white America and that the latte-drinking transvestites are on the way, and he's the finger in the dike with Bill Barr preventing them from entering the political landscape. And so, so when I mentioned that he's a cult leader, I get pushed back very hard. You're being ridiculous. That's an exaggeration, yeah, et cetera. I'm sure that that's also happened to you. Mm -hmm. And so then how do you clinically rebut that? What are some of the things that you would say, yes, I know he's the president of the United States, so therefore it's hard to believe. One last point, because he's the president and we learned so much about the presidency and he's the successor of Abraham Lincoln, we're normalizing we're hyper-normalizing all the gaslighting. We're sort of, well, he can't be that nuts because he's president. So 
I said a lot, but I'm interested in your reaction to all I of it. I just want to say one thing before he answers. So I had this conversation. I was telling Steve on the way over here with my mom in the car. I was talking with her on the phone, and I wish I had you. I'm going to make her listen to this because she had an answer for every single thing, and um, I just gave up on the conversation because it wasn't worth it at that point. But everything I said, she was telling me I was ridiculous and um, she's blaming everything on the mainstream media. Well, mm-hmm. they never gave him a fair shot. Everything he says is rebutted. They come at him and they attack him at every angle and social media is just um, picking him apart. You, you know, she was going back to John F. Kennedy. You don't think he had a ton of mistresses and if there's anyone you should feel bad for, it's not Melania. It would be Jackie Kennedy and all of this stuff, right? And I, I don't, ha- I didn't have a clinical rebuttal. You know, I just said, "Okay, mom, fine." So, but what would be like a response to somebody who just really believes he's a victim? So there's a couple of pieces. So Anthony was asking, "How do I respond to this?" And then Deirdre, you're asking me about your mom. So let me just split it into two mm-hmm. answers. Um, So when you're in a mind control cult, you don't think you're in a cult. You may think other groups are cults, right? So, um, But it's obviously playing on people's emotions. Like there's something that he taps into, like that my mom or whoever's identifying with where they think that he has their best interest at heart, right? So isn't that where this all stems from? So... It's complex, and I, in, in my book, I talk about many different types of people who become followers of Trump, but not everyone is, like, brainwashed. Right. The ones that think God is using him and, and Right, Satan that he's the chosen gonna, one. Yeah. yeah. Those no, my mom is are, not. <laughs> those <laughs> folks are yeah. in the New Apostolic Reformation or the, a group called The Family. Michael Pence is in that cult or Opus Dei. William Barr is involved with that But Catholic. what's this new woman he has as like his political consultant? Is she Paula White cultish? is New a- Apostolic Reformation, yes. Okay. Yes, she, in my opinion, she is. But uh, a lot of people are just Republicans or a lot of people just it's where they are getting their media sources from. And they trust either their congressman or the senator if they're Republican uh, or they're they're trusting Fox or Breitbart or or et cetera. But, um, you know, I've been studying this for 40 plus years. I have many colleagues who are also former cult members who become mental health professionals Um, So in this book, I have 472 references, Mm -hmm. and the criteria are the criteria. Where it it gets um, surreal is what Anthony was saying, is that the office of the presidency in and of itself is cultish. Mm -hmm. Like the power Mm -hmm. that's concentrated in that office is so high. However, in the past... We've had people who basically had a respect for the law, <laughs> respect for the Constitution, Basic common decency, check, human checks decency. and balances, um, and uh, listen to the ethics branch who would say, no, you have to sell your, your business interests so that you don't have... Period, the end, right? conflicts, right. So, um, in other words, there, there needs to be always checks and balances and reality testing in order to have a healthy environment and especially where there's so much concentrated power. But um, 
I make my case briefly uh, that Trump has a stereotypical profile of cult leaders, which is malignant narcissism, which includes the grandiosity, the fantasies of power, the need for praise and admiration, the sense of entitlement, the lack of empathy, be able to step into someone else's shoes, the lying, the antisocial behavior, the harassment and sadism, paranoia. So you go down the checklist, and in my book, I compare him with these other cult leaders. So there's like, no one has said, no, he doesn't have these qualities, because I quote literal lines of his own behavior. Mm -hmm. Then I talk about the influence continuum from ethical influence to unethical influence, and how to tell the difference between uh, an ethical, charismatic figure that has a devoted following and a mind control cult. Uh, and, and essentially, I have uh, something called the BITE model that stands for control of behavior for the B, control of information is the I, control of thinking is the T, and control of emotions is the E. And I say the more any group or relationship has control of those four overlapping variables with the goal of making a person dependent and obedient or loyal, mm -hmm. Uh, the more destructive mind control it is, mm -hmm. because you're you're shifting a person over to an external locus of control with the cult or with the cult leader versus following your conscience, trusting your gut, using your own ability to critically think and look at the evidence for yourself, right? And if you're in an environment where you're being told anything that's negative against the leader, the doctrine, or the group is evil or it's fake news, or it's propaganda, you're shutting down that ability to reality test. Because the truth is, is that we need checks and balances for figuring out what's true. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So what's the argument when people say, but no, that's what the leftist mainstream media is doing to the right or to the people when they say that they're... Essentially, people try to argue that they're trying to control everyone's frame of mind. So now we talk to part two, of which is you're you and your mom. Right. Right? So what I want to say is that you can't argue logic with someone in a mind control cult. And anyone right. who's trying to win an argument uh, is, is going about it the wrong way because ultimately... The cult member is going to feel persecuted or they're going to feel like you just, you know, yourself are brainwashed or mind control. And um, you'll want to 
cut off contact because it'll be so frustrating for both of you. And what I do is I teach my clients how to understand what is a cult, what is mind control, and to, to, to how to talk strategically with the goal of asking questions in a respectful way that makes the person stop and think. Mm -hmm. And what I talk about is rapport and trust building as the foundational thing, which is like finding common ground, remembering positive experiences between you and your mom when mm -hmm. you were simpatico, right. so to speak, <laughs> right? And then um, through a process of curiosity, help me understand, mom, help me step into your shoes. Mm -hmm. Where you listen to her and then you repeat back to her what she's saying till she goes, yup, you got it, mm -hmm. that's, that's it. Mm -hmm. And then you can ask her, can you do me now? And that will be like, what? <laughs> yeah, because right? normally when you're in a conversation where you have differing opinions, you're yeah, not but, listening, but are, you're are just you, talking. Are you curious, yeah. mom, how I right. think the way I think? Mm -hmm. Um, so you're, but it's done with love. It's done with respect. It's done with patience. You're not trying to do this in all in one conversation. But one of the Achilles' heels with all mind control cults is that, you know, you you can't think negative thoughts about the one you're in. But it's easy to see another one out there. So in the Moonies, it was clear Scientology was a cult, or the Krishnas were a cult, or the Children of God was a cult. And so you find something, and for me, my conversations with Trump people, they're they always interested in Chinese communist brainwashing, which is the, the work that was used to deprogram me, mm -hmm. and the work of Robert J. Lifton, Margaret Singer, Louis West, Edgar Schein, who are all military intelligence uh, uh, people in the 50s studying communist brainwashing, going through the criteria. Mm -hmm. Isn't this fascinating? Mm -hmm. This is what brainwashing is. Mm -hmm. Isn't that interesting? And then talking about traffickers, that's another topic that most Trump people, they and the folks in QAnon actually believe Donald Trump is gonna end sex trafficking in the world. That's that's they part do? of their belief system. Okay. Interesting. So I didn't know learn that. Did pimp, you know that, Anthony? Learn pimp mind control. Did you know that about QAnon and the trafficking? Yeah, I I I, I did because I read the book, but but I but I but Before I think that, that I didn't. Yeah. Well, they believe in the Illuminati, and they you know there's all kinds of yeah. other you know UFOs and all kinds of other things that are sprinkled in. But my point is is that the goal is. Um, uh, love is stronger than mind control and truth is stronger than lies. And if you take the position of, hey, I really want to understand you, I want to make sense of this. If, if you have the evidence, I, I need to switch to your point of view. Mm -hmm. And and by presupposition, people are thinking, well, maybe I need to change my point of view also. Um, Another technique that I teach is asking people to go back in time before they met the cult, and who were they, and what were their values. And if you think about some of the people like Lindsey Graham, oh, or well, that's the or, that's or the beauty Mitt of Romney. video and histor historical right. videos. It's like 
have you seen yourself from 1980 or no? But when you, know, you like, say it that way, it makes them defensive right, and it makes right. them turn off. Right, so that's it. But the, if the you're doing it, up. again, from a respectful point of view, going, tell me, go back in time, this is what this is what you thought. Tell me, walk me through slowly how you came from that point of view to where you are now. Mm-hmm. And the bottom line is, is that... By the way, I would be so curious to hear their answers because how could they, there's such a disparity between what we've seen and what we are now hearing in some of these cases like Lindsey Graham. So I would love to hear their response. I don't even know if they've ever even thought about it. So, um, I think people minimalize it now and they say, oh, they're trying to keep their job. Well, I think that there's an element of truth to that, but I think that the the, uh, Trump has created such an atmosphere of fear. But Um, fear over what? Losing your fear, job? Fear of or losing your job. He's not going to kill you. What is he going to do? Well, there's a lot of implied threats that are coming out of the Twitter feed and, and out of his mouth. Um, and if you interview people... But don't people, you think he's just a big bully? I personally do, Right, like, course. do you think he really has the the gumption to really ever, like, face someone in a fight? I feel like he's just, like, an electronic one bully. One-on-one? Yeah. I, 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 I think he's very obese. And he might die of a heart <laughs> attack if he tried to fight with me. I mean, I was trained in martial arts, so he can, he can fight me. No, no, but they're basically empty threats from, like, a schoolyard bully. Um, in my opinion, honestly, if you if you if you listen to him and you think of him in diapers, he's like the big know, boss baby, like yeah. Hubbard in diapers, Moon in diapers. It takes all of the the charisma out of the imagery. And of I've the seen many images of him and the cartoon and otherwise of him in diapers. Yeah, we all have, right? Right. But yeah. coming back to the very real problem that we have, which is so many people have been indoctrinated into a black and white, all or nothing, good versus evil mindset where they're not willing to look at evidence. Mm-hmm. Like there are over a thousand former DOJ um, prosecutors who've signed a document saying the, in the Mueller report he was guilty of obstruction and should be have criminal charges. And that doesn't go anywhere? Be, because Barr, who's involved with Opus Dei... He's literally barring all of the he info. He gave a, a, a lie, and this is, again, if you believe in God, that God's truth is more important than man's truth... You know, and this is uh, the ends justify the means because these secularists and these gays are going to take over. We need to mm-hmm. for all to save all the unborn children. We have to do, we have to lie to the American public, even though he's the 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 highest uh, law enforcement official in the United States. But coming back to evidence, there's evidence. Mm-hmm. I read the Mueller report. There's a lot of evidence in there, and yet the spin is such to the point where people don't even want to. The the house. But so you the, consider yourself to be an objective person? No. In life? No. No. I wouldn't. I. I one thing. I'm, I'm in a doctoral program also. And one of the first things that we were taught is to realize everybody's biased. Mm-hmm. The key thing is understanding what are your biases being transparent with your biases. I'm biased. I'm a middle-class Jewish 65-year-old who is in a mind-control cult and who has now worked with thousands of people who've been in mind-control situations. 
And I'm, I'm a human rights advocate, so I see things from that lens. Like, I still have idealistic uh, um, opinions about how the world should be and not just, you know what, everybody's corrupt, you know, so why don't, why don't we just keep going the way we are right now? It's like, no, let's think about, you know, how do we want to model for our children? So you're, you're not black and white, but you have biases. That's that's basically most people's scenario. I don't right? think I have any. I mean, I have I have the ability, and I do. Have, I can hold ten different paradigms simultaneously in my head mm -hmm. and say, you know what? I I think one of one of those ten I'm more you know I'm sixty percent on, but it could be the other ones too. Mm -hmm. But I don't feel like I need to have one answer for anything. And, but but I can I, I know a lie. If you say two plus two equals five, I can say right, no, you know, it's not. Right, right, right. But I want to share very briefly, if I may, a very famous social psychology experiment that's really important. I use it in my cases all the time. It's an experiment by Solomon Ash, A S C H, and you can look it up on YouTube. Uh, it's called the Ash Conformity Study, and bri and briefly. Somebody's in the front of the room with a placard with a line and then three sample lines of different sizes. And there's either six to ten people in the room. And you go around the room saying which of the three lines are the same size as the sample size line. Only the person who is the participant doesn't know everyone else is in on it. And everybody gives the correct answer twice, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then they all start giving the wrong answer. And, the, and the, the purpose of the study was to say, even though you can see with your own eyes what the correct answer is, how many people will start answering the wrong answer? And this test has been repeated tens of thousands of times. Do you want to take a guess how many people start giving the wrong answer? Percentage-wise? Yeah. 90? Not quite that high. Okay. Two-thirds. Oh, okay. So that's a lot of people. But, <laughs> well, what but is that? Talk, they're self-doubt, or they just talking, want to be we're, we're down we're with the crowd? What is it? A fundamental aspect of social psychology, and and that we, when we're in a group of people that we respect or we identify with, and they're all saying a three-inch line is a two-inch line. Two thirds will just give in and do what everyone else is doing. Even though in their head they're going, that doesn't look like that to me. Mm -hmm. But if they seem so confident, right, I must, must be, there must, I must be, be something wrong something. with me. Right. And nobody gets up and measures it, which is what <laughs> I what I what I tell everybody is: if you're ever con confronted in a confusing situation, always look for a reality testing strategy. That's such a right? good piece of advice. But I was I was talking about groupthink uh, on my Twitter feed. Um, in terms of the Senate, uh, and it's where people are like looking at the evidence, and but but there are certain leaders in the room saying no, no, no. But the, <laughs> the three-inch line is the two-inch line, and nobody's getting up to measure it. Yeah. See, and but their argument is well, that. I, we're, okay, go ahead, hon. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, no. Like, I, I want to hear what you have to say. I miss your voice. Go ahead. No, I was, I was just going to ask a, a question that I, I think Stephen has dealt with as a deprogrammer before. So what the cult leader does a very good job of is anything in dissent 
goes into the cacophony of drowning voices of never Trumper, Trump derangement. Well, that, that's exactly what I was going to um, say. They all say so, we're so triggered. You, we're tri- yeah. Right. How right. do you break through? So, you know, I recognize that the, the length of the line is two inches. The other people are trying to say that it's three inches. The emperor does have no clothes. But the emperor's done a very good job of telling you, well, anybody says I don't have clothes on has ocular nerve damage to their eyeballs. So, <laughs> yep. how, how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you break through? How do you so, rise above that? So teaching social psychology. That he's very successful at creating. Yeah, like teaching social psychology, and and even with the the people that are called heroic resistors, the one that keep keeps giving the correct answer, even though they're they're in the minority, they they're cringing when they're giving the right answer. They get quieter and quieter. But the answer for me is get up and measure it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then and then if they keep insisting that a three inch line is a two, leave the room. Mm-hmm. Because, so I want to also come back to, and then we can go anywhere you want. Um, the number one technique, if you want to mind control someone, is to confuse them. That's that. That's the number one. Well, confusion. I think we're all walking around pretty confused. Exactly. I know I am. Exactly. So when somebody will will congruently lie to you and repeat it over and over again, and they're in a position of respected authority. As Donald Trump is right, it doesn't make sense. People and, get yeah. confused, mm-hmm. and then they 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 start doing all of these mental gymnastics of rationalization, justification, wishful thing. Well, he's the president; he must know stuff that we don't know, and it will all become apparent soon. Mm-hmm. Except that the evidence <laughs> is the evidence, right. and you're not going to you know make orange juice out of um, lemons. I was going to think of something more appropriate, disgusting. Oh, okay. But anyway, yeah. Well, orange was the right color, very appropriate, <laughs> right, Aunt? The orange maniac. Real nickname is the orange tic tac. Oh, orange tic tac. Oh, yes. So what? Leave everybody with that visual. Yeah. What I what I would love is for people to get out of just the word cult and to drill down deeper into like the bite model. Where, where people, like, think about how many Americans are sleep deprived, right? It's most. one of the most researched mind control techniques is sleep deprivation. In the Moonies, I was sleeping three to four hours a night. That's probably why you crashed the van. I didn't sleep for three days before I crashed the van, so I was right. absolutely sleep deprived. But the point is, is your brain is not capable of of of, of of cognitive processing ideally ideal cognitive processing if you're sleeping five hours or six hours you need seven to nine hours mm-hmm. that the average person needs some people need more than nine hours so that's one Anthony universal. imagine the things you could do if you actually slept you'd be like a for reals genius right but well I got I got I gotta tell you the, uh, you know, especially on a trip like this, you you lose your concentration quickly. You know, I, I only slept two hours last night. I was so jet lagged. Yeah, I, I totally get it. Yeah, and I confess that I didn't sleep well last night coming down to New York. But in any case, I wanna I wanna emphasize another key thing, which is phobia indoctrination, the use of irrational fear in order to manipulate people and get them to believe in this totalist belief system and in the the charismatic figure. 
So um, in the Moonies, to use a personal example, uh, Moon actually bust a group of, we took vans, to the see the Exorcist movie in 1974. And then he proceeded to give a lecture to us about how God made this movie. And this movie was a prophecy of what would happen to us if we left the church. And as someone who didn't believe in Satan or in evil spirits two months prior, I was afraid of my own thoughts. I was afraid of demons and evil spirits and what I had seen in this movie. And the, the, the 10 plus million Americans in the New Apostolic Reformation literally believe in demons and that if they if they doubt that one of these demons is going to be possessing them mm -hmm. and they're going to need an exorcism mm -hmm. to get out of it. Um, people, you know, for me, understanding the difference between a legitimate fear and an irrational fear is crucial because you know, real fear is something that's really dangerous. You want to be protective of yourself or take dramatic action, but an irrational fear. So when I, when I describe, for example, someone who has a phobia of elevators. Oh, I do. They, uh, I can fix that. Oh, I would love. Okay, then we, you can help fast. me fix flying too. No, so I am a, if you have flying. a if you have a phobia of of, of elevators, uh -huh. you can't imagine riding safely and comfortably. You can only imagine being Myself stuck plummeting. for eternity right. or plummeting. Right. So one needs to change the movie in your mind and see yourself over and over going through the behavioral steps of going up to the elevator, pressing the button, getting in, the door closing, going up, coming out safely, going, huh, that was com that was convenient, mm -hmm. how pleasant. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if you had a, a traumatic <laughs> did, experience. Yeah, did, in yeah. So we would need to redo that right. first. But the, the, the thing is, is that we should control our own minds. We shouldn't be controlled by our fears. We shouldn't be controlled by our thoughts. And and we should exercise our our autonomy as adult human beings. And if you want to fly or if you want to be in elevators, it doesn't take a lot of, of time to understand the techniques of how to free yourself from that. Oh, I like this conversation. I'm going to have a post-podcast therapy session. But people who are Trump true believers... They have it in their work, mind. Work on the fly, work on the flying too, Steve. You got to work on the flying. Yeah, you have to work on the flying with me. Uh, so, no problem. But, it's it's really a variation of it. But so, what do the Trump followers believe is going to happen to them? Like, again, this goes so back to what matters to them. They want to be the only white people the in the country. They want to be transvestites, honey. Well, okay. it could be that they fear immigrants going to rape their children or you know the, there's these dramatic images that 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 trump has generated over several years repeated them over and over that's another mind control technique repetition yeah confusion repetition projection is another mind control technique oh they're trying to start a coup when, when he's the one who's trying to do right, a coup, right? right they're breaking the law when he's the one who's breaking the law once you understand these techniques it demystifies the confusion you go oh <laughs> now we have a paradigm mm -hmm. that actually matches what the data is and the good news is people wake up from mind control cults why because they don't work 
because the leader isn't great. Their 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 the lies get exposed. And, right, right. And 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 there are some people who are heroic resistors, like your husband, who are like, you know what? I did believe it, but now uh, you know. I measured the line. This, I measured the lines, <laughs> right. and I have enough self esteem and enough integrity and enough. Smarts, smarts, mm-hmm. intelligence to say the truth. Mm-hmm. And yes, people are going to give, you know, you can't call them a cult. And no, but if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck and has feathers like a duck, mm-hmm. at a certain point you say, you know what, it's a duck. Right, right. Right. I know. People just think that's extreme. But how do you create, not to interrupt them, but how do you create the off-ramp? So, Meaning, very good okay, question. So, I was able to break. I was able to break myself, but other people they feel humiliated, or they feel like they're letting themselves down, or they feel like that they're not "quote unquote" loyal. Like one of the integrity traits that people, when they self-evaluate themselves, that they're very loyal people. Trump preys on that, even though he's not a loyal person. He wants to engender your loyalty, right? And so you're like, okay, geez, I can't disavow him because then. I'm a bad guy and I'm not loyal. Yep. Meanwhile, he's the biggest asshole that's ever lived. So, so, but how do you get that person not to feel humiliated? And how do you get them comfortable with the off ramp? Because, so, you know, yeah, off ramp is the perfect people, word. People have said to me, yeah, people have said to me, what the hell? He's the same person that he was in 2015 that he is in 2020. And so, what's the big deal? And I, well, hold on. I'm not the same person. You may be the same person. I think he's deteriorating. Mm. I really do. So listen, I yeah. I I really respect and admire you because to me, you're one of the few people who had been in the administration who has exited and hasn't forgotten about what your experience was and who genuinely cares about the country and the constitution and wanting to help other people get out. I don't agree strategically as much as I know Rick Wilson loved my book. I think, you know, belittling, attacking is the wrong strategy for creating, as you said, an off-ramp. And so for me, what I say to my clients is, look, if you think back to before you got recruited or before you got programmed, right, knowing what you know now, if you're honest with yourself, if you go back in time, what you, did you think was going to happen if you got involved with the group or voted, whatever, uh, would you do the same thing, knowing what you know now? An honest person will go, actually, I wouldn't do mm-hmm. the same thing. I wouldn't say yes to those women flirting with me because I'd say, you're the Moonies. You're lying. I have no interest in cutting off from my family or dropping out of school and becoming a fascist. Get lost, right? So the key uh, is, is face-saving, you know, exiting. And the key to face-saving is realizing we're human beings. I did get deceived. I did get manipulated. I was exposed to a lot of indoctrination through my smartphone, through my TV watching, through my Facebook feeds or my Twitter feeds or whatever. Um, but now I know more. And 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 if you if anyone reads combating cult mind control, for example, which has nothing about Trump, and learn about the Moonies, learn about the the Krishnas, the Children of God, Scientology, 
once you get that paradigm under your belt, it becomes really easy to go, wait a minute, this, mm -hmm. this really fits the profile, and this is not healthy. It's like the cheesy saying, knowledge is power, but the more you know about it, the easier it is to for, and to see it clearly. Exactly, yeah. Deirdre. And, and it's your mind and only you should control it. Right. <laughs> you that's, know? <laughs> that's very true. But I don't know. Anthony, I think you're the only one probably. I was trying to sit okay, here and think. That means, that means that Nick and James don't control your mind. Huh? Did you hear what Stephen said? Oh, no. They don't control my mind, that. but they... Are those your kids? Yes, but they do control my every yeah. waking moment, but not it's my mind. It's called parenthood. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. It's called mommyhood. Yeah, they sleep deprive me, so then when oh, they say, um, we need lollipops, we That's need lollipops, I believe them. That's mind control device. Oh, Honestly, gosh. I think the sleep deprivation, it does, does create a bonding, and the oxytocin, you know, all the love, trust hormones yeah. that are going off. But seriously, I mean, honestly, we have to think of our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren, and we have to start making better, wiser choices about technology, about the climate, uh, uh, upholding human rights. And um, I just watched a horrifying documentary on Netflix called One Child Nation. About China? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And all that. those poor people whose children were taken from them because the government policy was that you can't have more than one child. And children were being abandoned on the street and then later trafficked. No, and I mean, I was thinking about it this morning because they had somebody on the Today Show talking. He was a Holocaust survivor. and 75 years yeah. from Auschwitz. And I'm right. thinking... How is it possible that people think it's okay to treat other people like that? That's insane. But it happens all the time, whether it's that, whether it's the Chinese one-child policy or whatever it is. Nobody should ever have that much control over your life. Like you said, you're an autonomous adult. How dare they? How exactly. dare they? And you're right. People need to really stop and think about where this whole thing is going. And, and I want to just say I did a chapter for a psychiatry textbook called Islamophobia and Psychiatry, and I talked about, about it. And a bunch of Trumpers are like, Islam is trying to take over the world. This is a, you know, this is a culture war with Judeo-Christianity and such. And I'm like, there are... Muslim cults that are programming people to be suicide bombers and to hate Americans and to hate Israel. There's no doubt about it. Um, but the vast number of Muslims are peace-loving, good, <laughs> kind people mm -hmm. that uh, it's not an all or nothing. And it's, you know, it's not my religion over your religion. We all need to live together mm -hmm. on planet Earth. Coexist and yeah. um, and understand and so here's another thing, Anthony, that I use in my my religious cults uh, uh, toolbox, and that is the Abrahamic religions, right? Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. Yeah. They all share uh, the same uh, story of the Garden of Eden, right? And the Garden yeah. of Eden story is God, you know said don't eat but they did right mm -hmm. so right. almighty yeah. god who knows everything right created a uh, did a creation and made human beings capable of making their own decisions and not following blindly or not being mind controlled think about it god could have mind controlled adam and eve and made them into slaves 
right? But God didn't. So it tells us very something very no, it's profound. A very, it's a very powerful story. If you are religious, and many of these people are, you're endowed by the Creator with the free, free thought. Will. You've been given that endowment to to do. You know, you, you're if you believe in the Creator and the unconditional love of the Creator or the universe, you've been endowed with this freedom. Right. And you shouldn't subject subject. And, fo- else. and follow out of faith and out of love, right? Not out of coercion or fear right. or or control right. of the media. Mm-hmm. This is not so. There are Jewish cults, there are Christian cult, Christian esque cults, and Jewish esque cults, and Muslim esque cults, and there are atheist cults and Buddhist cults that do violence. But you know what? The, all all the great religious teachings are about love. Love God with all your heart, mind, strength, and soul, and love others as you love yourself. That's my understanding. That's a funny thing, just as an aside, because Anthony, I always talk about it, and social media just brings it to an absolute head, but um, a lot of times he and I get attacked on social media. And when he was a Trump guy, it was, but mostly leftists, whatever. And now it's these right-wing people that are attacking us. But whenever I look, I laugh on both sides of the coin because the lefty will say, oh, you know, peace, love, and harmony, and coexist. And they're like, you're a bitch, I hope you die, and your kid's like rotten hell, you know? There are left cults and right cults. No, but I just laugh because they preach all of this stuff but when it comes down to it actually um, exercising those things they have absolutely no bid for it Hmm. same with the right wing people you know every time I get a nasty note from somebody I look on their you know little profile and it says who they are and it says like Christian God fearing God loving and I'm like you just told me that I'm like a two bit whore but you're God you know, you're God's child. It's a crazy it's a crazy phenomenon. You yeah. Know? Well and 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 going back to the essence, like Jesus said, My kingdom is not of this world, but in the cult of Trump book I talk about these groups, New Apostolic and the family and Opus Dei, that want to control the government. They want they want dominion of mm-hmm. the earth. Right. But Jesus but said not, it's not of this world. Right. Hmm. Jesus said, as you do unto the least in my kingdom, you do unto me. And but they're like, leave those beggars, you know, on the, you know, don't give them food. Don't give them a blanket. Right. (laughs) Right. They've had a hurricane and they have nothing. Why help them? Yeah. It's just the hypocrisy. Let's help the elites and the billionaires. It's crazy. So I don't know. Here we are again. This is what every day. This is what plays in our mind. So, Anthony, we need to magnify your your voice and your position to 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 you know, like you say, create a, a, an off ramp where there's face saving, where people realize, hey, we're human beings, we're all Americans, and let's let's be aspirational, right? Versus- but Anthony always gives a great example, and I'm a woman, so I always think about about it differently. So he always uses it in the context of business, like he says. Well, if I hired you and I thought you were going to be an amazing employee and then a year or two later you suck, I'm going to fire you. Hmm. And that doesn't mean, you know, I wasn't the same guy that hired you. I still am. But you've proven not to be the guy for the job or the girl for the job. Oh. And it's the same when I always oh, think about people in personal relationships, like 50 percent divorce rate. I mean, 
a marriage couldn't be more intimate, right? That's like the person you're choosing to be with for the rest of your life. A lot of people decide they don't want to be in that relationship anymore. So you can't go from being someone who supported the president, um, was an advocate or a surrogate for the president, to someone who decided, hey, I'm not on board. I don't like it anymore. It's three years later. You're allowed to do that. Right. But he's got people convinced that you're not. Because if you said that you were, then you have to be. And so this is why we should all point everybody to your Twitter feed. Well, thank you. <laughs> Seriously, there are a lot of mind control cults out there that that are other than political cults. And I think in this day and age, everyone needs to learn how the mind works, the difference between ethical and unethical influence, how to reality test, and how to build a circle of trust with people who you know have your back, mm-hmm. where you can say, hey, honey, I just went to this website. They're promising all these great things. What do you think? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and if she tells you or he tells you it's not great things you should consider yeah, what let, they're saying. I just did a search and right. I found out that the person has been in jail 13 times for fraud. Right. It's like, I don't think we want to trust that right. person. Exactly. So going back to your social media, so if people wanted to follow you and find you or contact you, how would we? How would they go about doing that? So my Twitter feed is cult expert. And if you, or if you, well, uh, if they search your name on Twitter, go- will it come up? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and if you Google "cult of Trump," my book should come up. Yep. And I'm hoping people will actually read it. And if you're short on cash, go to your library and take out a, a hardback or a ebook or an or audio. Or call book. me when I'm done reading it. I'll mail it to you. Okay. Uh, Deirdre's making an offer because <laughs> I just downloaded the the audio book too. So I, I think... read the audio book and people say they really like that it's me. You well, know? you have a nice calming uh, voice and energy oh, thank too. You. So, um, okay. So we're gonna you're look you up on social. Up and down the elevator. Yes, he's gonna convince me to be able to ride an elevator. It's so... all about breathing. It's all about using your frontal cortex, the front part of your brain where you're thinking. And you know modern elevators have emergency stops, so you can't plummet. You have cell phones as well as call buttons, so you can't be stuck forever. Yeah, I know. So once you know that intellectually. I know all those things. Right, so the rest is rehearsal, my dear, or what's called in vivo desensitization. Just exposing yourself over and breathing while you do it instead of doing the automatic script of, oh no, it's an elevator, I'm really worried. <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna fall any moment. And you, and you change the voice. Oh, a modern elevator. And you can think of me if you want. Steve Hassan said the modern elevators have emergency stops and it's impossible to plummet. All right, so when we wrap the podcast, he's gonna do planes with me, Aunt. So we're gonna go, I'm gonna go do that, so. Go on vacation Amen. soon. I do, I do right, travel a lot, I still crazy all right well be safe traveling that was fascinating yeah thank you so much for being here that was amazing steve hassan cult of trump thank you and thanks anthony for your support that was really interesting loved it t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Over here. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.